You're listening to True Parenting Audio, Episode 20. Hey everybody, I'm Andy Smithson, and this is True Parenting Audio the podcast where parents will find inspiration and practical parenting tips that not only change kids' behavior, but build powerful cycles of continuous growth in your family through the principles of teaching, relationship, and upgrading yourself. Thanks for joining us in this journey to be a true parent. Today we're going to be talking about why spanking doesn't make sense as discipline and three things to do instead. Do you ever feel like you're at your wit's end or like you just don't know what else to do? Do you feel like spanking is the only thing that gets your children's attention and compliance? Have you ever sat down to honestly and rationally think through why you choose to or not to spank? And if your reason for spanking is actually supported and accomplished by your spanking? As a therapist and a parenting coach, there are generally a few specific common reasons why parents do choose to spank. And just a few of those reasons uh, I want to run through really quickly with you. First of all, kids need to learn to listen or do what they're told. This is an issue of lack of compliance to parents' directions. It's the most common issue I see for which parents spank. I hear cries of, they never listen, or stories of defiance. I hear the stories of kids refusing to clean their room, take out the trash, or go to bed. There's a recent study that listened in on parents in real time, and it found that most often spanking was a a quick go-to discipline for even small infractions, such as turning pages in a book when it wasn't time to turn the page yet. I've even seen parents spank for normal kid behaviors like loud play in the house, walking too fast or too slow, or when kids don't immediately respond to regular orders. To learn specific ways you can encourage listening and compliance in your kids without spanking, you can go to my previous article, Getting Kids to Listen, Seven Ways to Reinforce Active Listening at Home. The second reason that parents often spank is kids need to learn they can't hit or hurt others. Most parents have a zero-tolerance policy for aggressive behavior. When kids get rough and start hurting their siblings or others, parents put on their I-mean-business face. I think part of the reasoning for spanking in regards to punishing aggressive behavior is an eye-for-an-eye philosophy. We also feel like we have to do something, but we're not sure what else to do. To learn specific ways that you can teach your kids that hitting's not okay without spanking, you can go to a previous post that I've written on aggressive behavior and hitting and teaching our kids that hitting's not the answer. Um, that post was entitled, How to Teach Your Child That Hitting is Not the Answer. The third reason parents often spank 
is kids need to learn who's in charge. Kids love power struggles. Struggling for independence and autonomy is one of the major developmental challenges that every kid faces in their life. Parents often think that if we aren't harsh or strict, so to speak, that our kids will be spoiled, rude, entitled, and disrespectful to other people, and specifically to authority figures. The last reason that I often see parents spank is kids need to learn right from wrong. Parents often feel compelled to spank or use authoritarian harsh punishments in regards to issues of morality. When kids steal, lie, or are cruel to others, we worry about them growing up to be criminals. We feel that spanking provides an abrupt, immediate mode of correction. We hope to nip it in the bud so our kids will grow up to be good people. But the problem is that this really is a false notion. The tendency for parents to default to use spanking and foster is fostered by the false idea that spanking helps kids learn what we desire and intend to teach them. Spanking certainly does teach something, but it doesn't generally teach what we want them to learn. I believe that most parents are well-intentioned when they spank, but the road of good intention never really leads where we want it to lead. My experience as a parent and counselor has led to an overwhelming anecdotal as well as research evidence that spanking perpetuates a cycle of rebellion, aggression, and animosity rather than cooperation, kindness, and respect. The main point that parents are seeking for when they spank their child is usually to teach their child and help them be more competent individuals. This is precisely why spanking doesn't make sense. The following are the three true reasons spanking doesn't make sense as discipline. Number one. Spanking doesn't teach what we want it to teach. What do they actually learn by spanking? You may teach them to surrender against their will as a fight, flight, or freeze sort of reaction, but it will not teach respect, skills, or morality. You can do a quick Google or Bing search of the term spanking study and find out very quickly the things that spanking does teach. It teaches them to be reactive and defensive rather than to listen, comply, and cooperate. It teaches that aggression is an acceptable way to express anger and solve problems rather than teaching them to constructively express emotions and find proactive solutions. It teaches them that they are either powerless or that they have to use rebellion as well as physical aggression and power to gain power and control of their own life rather than encouraging positive choice, decision-making, and shared power. Ultimately, it's not teaching them right from wrong, but that making mistakes and getting caught hurts. They learn to evade correction and blame rather than learning to solve problems and change their attitudes. Number two, spanking doesn't build the relationship. How do you feel towards someone when they hit or smack you? If you think back about your experience from when you were a kid, if you were spanked, what did you think and feel before, during, and after a spanking? I really doubt you felt loved and appreciated. I doubt it was a source of trust and connection. Think about how you would interact with someone now if they were to hit or spank you. 
Would you continue to be their friend? Would you continue to confide in them, trust them, and seek advice from them? I wouldn't. Our relationship with our children is one of the most important elements of having real influence in their lives for good. Number three is spanking doesn't help us to upgrade ourselves. Spanking has always seemed to me to be very hypocritical. In essence, we say to our child, if others don't do what you want, you shouldn't hurt them. But if you don't do what I want, I can hurt you. The comedian Bill Ingvall illustrates this well in his Here's Your Sign comedy sketch. In the routine, he talks about how stupid people should have to wear a sign that says, I'm stupid, so that you would know not to rely on them. He recounts a scene from his front yard. He tells about his son playing in the yard with a neighbor when he sees a little scuffle break out. He hurries over to his son's side and grabs him and takes him aside. He sets his son down on the lawn and says, Son, we don't hit, while simultaneously giving him a thump on the back of the head. He said, My son just looked up at me with a look and that said, Here's your sign, Dad. Finding alternative solutions to problems and ways to teach important principles to our kids can take a lot of personal strength and self-regulation, as well as time and energy. But as we do... Not only is our teaching and our relationship improved, but we are individually improved as well. So I'd like to share with you now three ways to teach or discipline that do make sense. First, teach during the good times. I've talked about teaching during the good times a lot on my blog, but I want to reiterate the importance of this principle. Set aside moments every day to teach your children a positive principle or skill for listening, solving problems, making plans for compliance, honesty, goal setting, or any other principles that come up on a regular basis. Teach these principles and skills in times when your child is happy, positive, and receptive. Teach them in fun ways that apply to their age level. Number two, Teach by personal limits and boundaries. Just because we don't spank or yell or use harsh punishment doesn't mean that we allow our children to walk all over us. Set clear limits and boundaries. Help them understand the natural consequences of their actions when they overstep boundaries. Require them to do things for themselves when they're capable, even if they don't like it. Don't allow them to hit or hurt you. And finally, number three, Teach by natural consequences and love. Every choice has a cost associated with it. Sometimes the cost is cleaning up a mess made, paying for something ruined, not being able to move on to play or a meal until a chore or responsibility is complete, or just the negative feelings that accompany a bad choice. Most limits and boundaries that are set also have a consequence for overstepping them. It's important to allow kids to experience the consequences of their own choices, but to empathize with them and recognize that those limits, boundaries, and consequences are not always desirable or pleasant for them. It's important that we act in loving and understanding ways. Whenever children become upset and suffer due to natural consequences, find ways to reconnect and help them learn to proactively problem-solve for the future. Regardless of whether you were spanked or not, 
let's all take a serious look at what it is that we are really trying to do when we discipline our children and honestly ask, if this is what I want for my child, does spanking really make sense? And if not, what can I do instead that will accomplish the objective? I think we will all find, if we're honest, that spanking just doesn't make sense for teaching our kids the things we truly want them to learn, for building solid, positive relationships with them, and for building and improving ourselves. Remind yourself often to be true, T-R-U, teach, relationship, and upgrade yourself in each of your interactions with your child, and you'll find a far better path reveal itself for you and your child. In closing, I just want to redirect you back to the blog to www.trueparenting.net. If you go back to the article for Why Spanking Doesn't Make Sense as Discipline, you can find some links to, first of all, that study that we had talked about at the beginning of this uh, recording, as well as a couple articles, links to past articles that may help with some of the specific uh, kinds of behaviors that we see with our kids that we need a little extra help with to find some solutions that don't require spanking or yelling. So please check out those links. And if you haven't had a chance to get over to iTunes or Stitcher and leave a rating and review for the podcast, I'd appreciate it if you'd, you'd get over there and do that. Um, and let me know what you think of the podcast. Go ahead and send me an email or a question at andysmithson at trueparenting.net. I love to hear from everybody and, and hear your, your comments, your criticisms, your questions, and any way that I can help you. Thanks again for listening, everybody, and have a great day. 